This episode is brought to you by the DGEN Community Network, media for the decentralized generation. If you want to connect or to check out more great NFT and crypto content, go to dgen.network. That's dgen.network. Welcome back to another episode of Unrecruited. You got Vance, Chris, and Jason here, and we got a very special guest for you guys today. Some of you might love him, some of you might hate him, but he is a Zed head, a Zed celebrity. His name is Dan Chan. Dan Chan, welcome to the podcast. Hey, what's up, guys, man? Glad to be here. This is awesome. Hey, you're coming uh, from, happy you to might be our furthest away guest so far. <laughs> Longest oh, yeah? distance. Yeah, but that's the, that's the best part about the, the Zed stuff. You could be from wherever. Yeah, you know, it was pretty awesome. I was talking to a guy the other day and, and we got on a video uh, or a voice chat in Discord and he sounded like fucking uh, shrimp on the Barbie. I'm like, what the hell? I've been talking to this dude for six months and this guy's a freaking, I don't know, me wrestling alligators. Yeah. <laughs> I had a guy pocket dial me from Discord too. He was trying to, we were trying to trade horses and he pocket dialed me twice on pocket video dialed me. I was like, hey, what's up, man? <laughs> <laughs> But it, you, you can tell the Australians, right? In the DMs, you get mates in there a lot. And then, oh, yeah, yeah the cheers. Mates. It's all cheers. <laughs> cheers. As soon as they mates. hit you with the cheers, you know you got somebody from New Zealand or Australia. <laughs> yeah. You know, they're really good people and they're really polite and they're really nice, man. They are. I've never been to Australia, but I feel like it would be a really uh, good experience, honestly. Yeah, if you want to not get let out of anywhere, now's a good time to go. If you want to get stuck in your house. <laughs> yeah, if oh, yeah, they're there. all locked down, right? That's why they're yeah. racing Zed. They're locked in. They're locked down. Straight it's Zed racing all day. <laughs> oh man, that's that's a yeah. Wow. And then they start auctions and fucking rape you for horses. So it's great. Oh, Doofy, man, Doofy's kicking it with the horses <laughs> today, right? <laughs> yeah. He did sell a couple killers cheap though, man. Which ones? Uh, was this, I didn't get any of them. So there was a pink. There was a pink uh, Naka exclusive. That sold for like 0.8. That thing was pulling fives and class one paid. Oh. So what it so I know you got your blood tool, and you know, if you want to talk about that, great, but what is your favorite type of horse, or do you have a favorite type and bloodline and breed and everything? Dude, uh, I breed everything and I try to do everything three times, but I'm yeah. telling you, I don't think there's anybody that can come out and say or prove and show me that there's anything better than a bred Zabo horse. I see Zabo exclusives, elites, uh, cross, Zabo everywhere, and Zabos are killer. Look at Arbitrage. Their whole freaking barn is legend Zabos. Yeah. LBJ, Prince of Power, those, those are crushing me on the track every day. Yeah, Prince of Power is a Zabo 7. Yeah. That, that, that new horse they just got, that thing's a Zabo 9. They, that, their barn is full of Zabos, man. Zabo bread is the thing, man. If you're asking me what's the horse to have, Zabo, Zabo bread. Horses. Bread with knock or bread or bread with Zabo doesn't matter down the line. It doesn't seem to matter yeah. what you do or how you but do. But not it. those gen- the Genesis Zabos aren't that great though. Racers at least. Nah, they're they're breeders, right? They got to be breeders. Yeah, yeah. I do. I think I I do like those the elite the exclusives and the elites. Oh man, there's so many killers, man. Yeah, I you got to keep it in Zabo. Yeah, I I got my Finney stable rolling though. But I got the Zabos. Yeah, but you got a lot of Zabos. I got a Zabo Finney stable, yeah. Yeah. I'm all about the knock butte and I got nothing to show. 
<laughs> the boot, the boots down the line are just getting crushed. I don't know. I've seen anything good like down the line. There's just so many boots, and you can't even can't even breed and get anything good. Boot, boot. No, I still digging the legend boots, the Lozy legend boots. Yeah, the Lozy. Yeah, those are good. But you can't. It, are you breeding those with like in stable with Knox or Zabos? I spend the money, dude. I want shit Enough. to win. Yeah. Uh, I don't mind paying 0.5 for a, a, a Z1 bang if uh, if I think I'm going to get a champ out of there. So you'll pay up. See, I feel like not. A, I don't know. I'm not paying up right now for those. Just given the given the floor, if you you know if you don't hit, and then it's you know it's a straight loss. Well, what's funny? Have you seen my tweet today? You've seen that I, I believe in legends. I think legends yeah. are rarer than fucking people think. Yeah. Yeah. What's funny though is like when we first started, right? We were buying, I bought a legendary Zabo uh, unraced Philly for 0.25. Now that's way overpriced. Like I'm never, I'm never going to get 0.25 for that again, but it's like, you know, I think at the beginning we were willing to spend up and even on some of these covers and stuff because stuff was selling. Now the prices uh, of resale aren't as high. So it's like, you got to be fully committed to, to racing and, and trying to make a killer if you're paying up. And is that kind of your strategy or are you kind of, Hey, just let me keep loading my stable or do you let some of them go? I breed for quality fitness in my stable and to race like a champ. And I, I feel like, I just feel like this. I feel like Zed is going to go up. Zed is going to go down. Zed's, Zed's like an economy, you know, it's going to have its bad. It's going to have its good. I enjoy Zed. I have fun. And I think that if you have quality racers, quality breeders, I think that you're going to do okay. No matter yep. what the market does or what changes they make or whatever, you know, I mean, I mean, assuming that Zed makes it, I'm not hundred percent sure on that either, to be honest. <laughs> it's, getting it's, it's getting better. It's getting better over time. What, what, uh, uh, what, what defines a, a quality racer for you? Is it win percentage? Is it flames now? Is it odds from before? Wh- like what, what is your metric that you're kind of basing this off of? Well, I, I, for me, when I look at a horse, I want a horse that's going to finish in the right distribution where I see, Okay, well, let me slow. Let me back that up. There's, there's, you know, maybe five or six different true molds of Zed racehorses. You know, you got your distance horse that drops at a thousand, twelve hundred. You got your sprinters that drop at twenty two, twenty four, twenty six hundred, two thousand. You got your mid range horses that pretty much just naturally U shape and drop on their own. So, so you got all these different like molds. Right. Well, if you look at some of these good molds of some of these horses. You can see, A, where they flame, where they don't flame, and where they normally finish. And so when you look at that, you can get a good idea of, like, what kind of horse you're making. You know, like, like you know, you're looking at, you got five races in front of you. Your horse flamed at 2,000, didn't flame at 18, uh, finished 12 at 1,000. That screams to you that you got a pretty good decent distance horse. Yeah. Do you see what I'm saying? So like you're right. just piecing the little puzzle pieces together to kind of determine what's good. And I do something else that's completely opposite of what everyone else does. What I do completely opposite of everyone else is I try to avoid flames. I'm trying to get away from flames. The easiest and the best way for me to be able to, uh, to, to know where a horse is going to make me money and profit is to find out where it's going to do bad. So I'm not going there. So in my discovery, I'm not trying to discover where it's good. I'm trying to discover where it's bad. It's a lot easier to find a horse's bad spots than it is to find a horse's good spots. So right. once you find the bad spots, then you can start putting them in higher stakes races. Then you can start going for the money. Mm-hmm. 
No, it makes sense. And, and uh, you know, f- Flames have made it interesting, right? It, it, it's really challenged the user to understand your horse because there's not stuff that's just hitting you in the face anymore. You have to actually understand it and race it a lot more than what you needed to before. I think when we all first started, it was like, Hey, race it two times at each distance. You kind of figure out based on odds, if it's good or not. And you know, if there was one fluke, so be it, but at least you got a little bit of of history in that now, you know, running 20 times, 24 times, whatever it is, you're not going to know what your horse is still, even with the flames. So it really makes you understand everything. And, and we kind of talked about this last week. And I think that's what delved into the uh, Dan Chan gets flames all the time and Griff's. Um, but it, it's one of those things like you gotta, you really have to understand your horse and you have to do the homework on it. You can't just throw it in there and see what happens. And now with fatigue, stamina, whatever the hell you want to call it. Right. And, and Jay comes out today and says all the horses lose at the same or regenerate at the same rate, but lose at different rates. So now you got to figure out how fast or how slow your horse also loses stamina and how that plays a fact into all this stuff. So what, what's your, your, your racing strategy as far as fatigue and flame and, and no, not the flames, but the fatigue component. Are you trying to just keep it 90 plus, or are you going down a little bit to see if you can maximize at a, a lower percentage? I don't, I don't race any horse under 96. So it's but basically I don't like one race, or two a I don't, day. I don't race any horse under $10 either. Yeah. Now, if I was trying to drop horses or just racing in $255 races, I would probably race all the way down to $90 probably. Got it. But when, when you're doing $10, $15, $25 a race and you got 50 horses a day, you can't afford to lose 20, 30, 40 straight. Right. No, you can't. It's going to kill your, your bankroll. So, yeah, I would say, honestly, for me, uh, 96, 97 is a, and and, and then I kind of know horses a little bit too. You know, I can look at the field of a race. I know this horse is really strong in that. So he might be able to go at 95, 96. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. If it's a weak, weak field. Yeah. A super weak field. Yeah. I'll do 95 all day. But man, there's no weak fields. I mean, everybody I know is freaking racing for free or 250. (laughs) They're going to, uh, Who's racing at 250 or who's yeah, gonna, how do you even get in a free race? I don't even know how to do that. Yeah, right. How do you even get in a 250 race? You it's see these guys hard. that are crushing the leaderboards and making all this cash because they, they're just racing a hundred glue horses in free races all day. Yeah, that's uh they need to they they came out with that free race. They need to drop dial back on the free races. That's kind of messing up. Make people pay at least 250, you know, taking I mean, your rake vans. I know I'm an arrogant, rude dude, but I mean, if you can't throw down two bucks on the three horses you have two times a day, that's 10 bucks, man. It's a freaking soda and a hot dog. Yeah, so why horse, be involved? You know? you're, you're in something that is essentially betting, right? And you can't fucking throw down a $2 bet three times. It's like yeah. you, you spent over 100 bucks for the horse. I guarantee you that. So just fucking pony up and, uh, and pay. Yeah, I just don't I just don't even get it. I mean, I understand people love free stuff and it's like just a natural thing to want, you know, free stuff, but man, I mean, what fun is that? You don't even have anything on the line. No. See, I thought the best thing like when I first saw free races or first like even when I started playing the game, I thought what the free race would do was completely lock up your horse for like, you know, that the free races would only run like every 4 hours or something. So you would enter a free race and it would lock up that pony for a four-hour period but yeah it used to be I, like but, it used to be like yeah. a ridiculous like eight hours for right. a race to run right 
Right. But now it's just, it, it's, it's an extra thing you can enter. So you can have your horse in a paid race and then still click, you know, and enter the free race. So if you're just sitting there all day, you can, you know, anything that pops up, you know, or you have a bot or whatever the hell, you know, ever how people get in these things so quick. Well, there are bots you know, I just, for sure. I just don't, I just don't love it. I just don't love the idea of it. Um, even if it was like a dollar race, like do, do something and make them the, the lower the stakes, the higher, the higher the percentage rate should be. It should be like poker. It should be like poker tournaments or some shit. Like as you go up, you pay less rate as a percentage yeah. of the. You, you have to do that. How are you going to yeah. keep these guys that got these 30, 50, $80,000 horses, breeding horses, if their rake is ridiculous and their stud fees are, the, are I mean, if I breed a Z1 and a Z3, my stud fee is going to cost, I'm going to pay Z $1,000, $2,000. <laughs> I know, it's ridiculous. Like that shouldn't, as you pay more, it's the, the, the share, the percentage share has got to go down. It doesn't make any sense. Like that is one thing I've, I think I've said from the beginning. I can't even, I just don't even understand like how I entered that damn race that I entered with those, you know, like an idiot drunk one night with vanilla or what vanilla bean and all this other bullshit. And I think Ryan McLaren run one. Say your horse in class one. That was a good idea. Yeah. Fired, <laughs> fired that thing up, fired that thing up. Hey, it was 12 to one. It wasn't terrible. It could have been way worse. But, but um, see, that's the thing. You were putting money on the line. It was fun. It's entertainment. Yeah. That's what it's supposed to be. Yeah. But I didn't like that. I paid, you know, Sixty dollars, you know, that, or it was a six hundred dollar race, and my and the rake is still ten percent. It's like, yeah. fuck. Yeah, you paid sixty dollars instead of twenty cents. Yeah, right. <clears throat> yeah, that's ridiculous, man. And, way and, too, and, way too and, much. And big. They, they're just not giving no love to the top end players, man. The top end players are who made this game. Yeah. No, you encourage people to go up in price people. too, right? Encourage people to race higher dollars, which is going to move everything up. It'll be it would be better for the ecosystem. If there's no incentive for people to have quality racers, quality racers won't have value. If quality racers don't have value, glue doesn't have value. Right. Dan, what are you, so you said you try to avoid the flames on your the ones you're looking at, but you're trying to avoid them so you can figure out where they're going to win, right? So when you when you get to that point, then are you just hammering, I guess not not hammering that, but the difference between the where you do flame or where you where you win. Like say you run a 1400, you only flame you know, 30% of the time, but you're winning 20% of the time. Maybe that's flattens out over time. But what do you think about the differences there? It's more of, it's more of the strategy of, I want to explore cheap and I want to bet big. Yeah. Um, It's more like uh, being more efficient, uh, you know, keeping the cost down and maximizing, you know, my best bets with the plot, you know, the plus EV, the positive expected value bets are the ones where I know I'm going to flame, where I know I'm going to, I'm probably going to have a better chance of hitting a podium. Yes. You want to, you're exploring first and then once you're ready to go, then you'll go with a higher dollar. And like you said, yeah, and and think of it. And and remember this too, you get a horse, it starts when say a horse starts at class four. Okay. Naturally. Right. So if you're racing in races where it's flaming, in theory, it's climbing up in points. As it's climbing up in points, your positive expected value drops. Yeah. So yeah. if you're if you're racing a horse that say it's good at a thousand meters, and it's getting flames, and you're finishing second, first, winning second, whatever, your your horse is actually climbing in. High, so now you're playing against better competition, and now you got to spend money to come back down, or you're betting bigger when it's racing in, in when you're more confident that it's a good sprinter or a good racer against better competition. 
I don't want my horse doing any moving or dancing or going up or doing anything until I know where he's good at. Once I know where he's good at, now let's put some money down and start moving. Yeah. Yeah, I think that's that's the strategy for the discovery process. And that's where you want to find, like you said, you want to find where he doesn't flame because that way at least you, at least you know you're under a certain distribution of positive points in that in that situation, in those distances. Because when you're flaming, your distribution on is heavy to the is heavy to the front end where you're going to gain, where you're going to gain points. And you don't even, and being heavy there, you don't even know where, what, how often it, at that distance, it finishes ninth, 10th, 11th, and 12th. Cause I assume that there is a, you know, in every rate, like there's almost, almost a set distribution depending on the field that your horse has. Um, I assume. Well, I mean, uh, I think there's, I think that there's definitely a way to calculate, uh, you know, a true expected value based on the field. Right. Yeah, and, and if and if I'm gonna have to be in a field to learn, I want to learn for two dollars or five dollars. <laughs> I don't do two dollars. I just don't do two dollars because it's such a weak field that you're not learning anything anyway. Right. Yeah, and it's. Yeah, I mean, yeah, those, I, I didn't do. I wasn't doing two fifty at the two dollar races because they were so hard to get into. I mean, now I think you can get into them, but um, before I was just avoiding them just because they were. I would click and my horse would get locked. It pissed me off. Yeah, I, I just don't think that you can do anything in I don't think you learn anything at 250. I don't think you it's easy to get in. I don't think you're racing against a field that's gonna teach you anything. Yeah. I mean, but still I, I love 250 races. Don't get me wrong, man. I, I think people should have a blast and race 250 all day and try to win 15 bucks or what is what does it pay? 18 bucks? 16, something like yeah. that. 16 there, bucks. There are, I mean, there are horses that are made for that. Like, yeah, and that's know, great. That, that, that's, I want people to do that and enjoy it. And I want them to take that money and I want them to turn around and buy a better horse and come up to class three and race their ass off. All about building the stable and continuing to push it forward, right? Yeah, yeah, that's what we want. You know, we want these long-term players that are going to start to play. There's a lot of guys I met back in March that had two horses. Now you talk to them, they got five, you know, Z3 gens. They got, you know, all this stuff. I'm like, what the hell? Hey, that's you what know, I, I started with a couple of donkeys, just buying them straight off of uh, Open Sea, you know, yeah. uh, like a Z35 racing it and thinking it was great. Let's look back and saw that I paid like half an ETH for that bullshit horse that. <laughs> <laughs> so, Jesus Christ. No, but there were no horses in the ecosystem. For Z17 legendary Butte. My first horse was a horse called Pocket Aces. And I looked at the list and I didn't know shit about Zed. And I looked at the list and I seen it was a Zabo. I'm like, oh man, that's like the second best bloodline they have. I think it was like a, a Zabo cross or something. <laughs> cross, yeah. I paid like 0.3 for it. The guy was probably like fucking just laughing his ass off. <laughs> it's hard, it's hard to enter, but yeah, like I've told people, people like, how do I get in? I'm like, well, go buy the cheapest horse that is either unraced or you know, that you can learn how to how to just put it in races and figure out, like play with it, but buy it cheap, right? And then you can start to buy a horse that is maybe good. Yeah, I wouldn't. I wouldn't recommend someone comes in and buys a a used Naco Legend Two for ten grand. You know, right? Exactly. Yeah. No, go buy the unraced uh, unraced Buterin exclusive or something, and just hope you hit gold. But just play with it, and then you can figure out what's a good horse and what's not. Yeah, but you can make a better decision after you played for a few weeks and kind of get a feel for how the game is and what's what. You know. Yeah. You uh, know the yeah. thing that the thing that blows my mind more than anything is I get a hundred. I don't know, probably more. Uh, you know, DMs every day, people asking me, well, what should I do with this horse? How do I raise this horse or this stuff? And I'm like, have you went to arbitrage? Yeah, just go to their stable and look. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, dude, 
go to their stable, see where your horse flames, see where their horse flames, and see what they do with it. Oh, it's public knowledge, man. Yeah. I have a, now that flames are out, although I haven't seen, because horses aren't just racing all, the, all day, every day. I used to uh-huh. be stuck with one of my horses with LBJ where it would just be like magnet to LBJ. Yeah, but if, yeah, yeah. if LBJ won, I'd be, I could enter big dollar races with LBJ because I'll just come in second or third, most likely. Yeah, that's the channel stuff. You guys ever read my yeah. channel theory stuff? Yeah, I read the channel theory, yeah, when I, uh, it was actually right about the time that I figured out, hey, my, my horse and LBJ are going to follow. Um, but I, I don't think I've ever beat it, but you know, I definitely am just sitting right next to it or one away, depending on who else is in the race. Yeah. I mean, I, I have ecology. That horse has like a 9% win rate. It's made almost like an F. Mm-hmm. I mean, and the average odds are like 40, 35 or something. <laughs> I know it's crazy how they, the odds would spike at that time. Yeah. The, the, the spiking is really something bizarre, man. But now you can't see it. Now you would just be a flame, right? Like yeah. in that same race, yeah, you're, now, probably, now you would totally you're 35 with odds with a flame. Yeah, you would totally just look like a flamer and you would just be killer. You would look yeah. great on, you know, you'd look great yeah. on paper. Yeah, there were almost, there's almost to where, you know, odds were a, cr- odds were a big time crutch in that regard. Because you wouldn't go discover what your horse can do. If, I mean, unless you knew how to play, unless, unless you knew what you were doing and knew how to like analyze that that behavior yet you know if you read if you read dan shan shit you would know but if you if you didn't you would just think oh just another shitty horse and then you list it and someone buys it and races it right yeah yeah I think, I, that's what i, feel I like. think the channel doc is the first uh the first piece i read that you you put out i mean i completely agree with it i was like sitting in the middle of understanding it i was like yeah this is makes perfect sense and the way i was seeing the race go yeah that's the thing you know is like I write my stuff and I try to write my stuff and I try to talk and I try to sound like a human. A lot of the people that I know, uh, they're, they're really smart guys and they don't sound very human-y. You know, and, and, and I want my stuff to be something that, that we can all read and we can all learn and we can all discuss. And I, I don't want it to sound like, uh, you know, well, when you look at the standard deviation and you go, you know, three deviations to the left. And then if, when you're looking at the final distribution, is this thing a, a, a normal distribution? You know, uh, that stuff doesn't that stuff's not for everyone. Man. Well, I want the double tails, though. Isn't that better for our horses if we get the double tails? You just got to make it relatable. Yeah, that's, that's what I try to do. You know? I, I try to make my stuff, you know, as, as down to earth as I can, you know, as, as close to something that you can read and learn from, you know? Yeah. Well, even like one of our better podcasts was called buying donkeys on Zed or something like that. And it's just literally us going through the, the shit that we were going through at that time to buy horses, what we were looking at. And that was during the odds time. So obviously it's changed a little bit, but it was one of those things where it's still a good refresher to go back and listen to that and just see where we were at that moment in time and say, okay, you know, these were the options that were available. This is what we did. Now, you know, with all these new tools that keep coming out, right, you have so much data and so much analytics to kind of look at and say, okay, I can do this, I can do that, whatever. But at the same time, you still have to have just the base understanding of how this game operates and what makes it work and why certain horses are successful. And once you find that key, right, you can run with it. Or like, if you know you have a good breeder, keep hitting that same thing. It's going to keep pouring out winners for you. 
and it might be a shitty Genesis or it might just be a shitty overall horse, but you know, you've struck gold with that the same way that if you found a good racer at a sprint at a long distance, mid, whatever, you know, that you got something good there, keep hammering it, but it's hard to get to that point unless you play around enough. But, but doesn't, I mean, don't you think flames are really cool for a new guy? You, you know, you buy a horse, you put him in a G race, he gets a flame. The next race, you run in the same distance. I mean, I see these horses all day where yeah. they literally run 1,400 from the day they're born until they get to class two and don't flame anymore. Right. <laughs> and you're not really winning a lot. You're just coming first, you're coming in second and third. Like, you're not going to have a high win percentage. Uh, but, I, like, I don't know. I, I found that a little bit with one of my horses where it was like, I just felt like the classes were weak. I always ran it. I knew it was a sprinter from odds. It's still got sub eight odds, you know, lifetime running thousand meters. Um, and, you know, I, I run a thousand meters all the time and I would all of a sudden just shoot up almost a class two. And it's, you know, a butte legendary. It's like, it shouldn't be up there. Like, there should be better talent that I'm racing against. But for whatever reason, it just wasn't there. And I'm, you know, I'm running five, 10, 15, 25. I'm not, not doing the $2 races with this guy either. So it's like, I expect to, to face a little bit tougher competition. Yeah. I have a question for you guys. Like, what, what are you trying to do with your barn? Like, like what, like, what is your thing? Like, what are you trying to do? Like, like, are you thinking six months down the road? You thinking, Hey, I'm going to get some good racers tomorrow. What's the, like, like, I'm trying to like feel the, understand the sentiment, you know, like the, like what, what people are really striving for. Yeah. I, I think for me, I've got some Genesis horses and so some are good, some are bad, but you know, just keep breeding them and kind of see where it goes. And uh, you know, my best racers have been legendaries and it's been the buttes that have gone up and, and, you know, my best horses were actually when breeding reopened and I was able to snipe the Z ones, the Z twos, whatever it was um, and turn, you know, Z nine, 10, 11, 12 uh, legendary buttes into something special. Uh, and so I want to go back to that. Well, obviously changing the prices, you know, kind of mess it up a little bit. I'm not sure I'm, uh, I'm, I'm, I'm as brave as you to go 0.5 for a Z1, but I've definitely contemplated it. Uh, and I know one of my Z9 Genesis females, I, I would do a Z1 again in a heartbeat because every, every good Genesis horse I've bred with her has had phenomenal offspring. So it's one of those things like, I know it, it, it can be a good horse. But that's, you know, that's kind of where I'm looking at. I mean, same with the, the, oh, you know, you got to learn about base ability. If you take the distance preference and subtract it from the overall ability and add the angle of the distance coordination from 972, you come up with a base ability for these horses. These horses can only pass down base ability. Yeah, sure. Okay. (laughs) But But I just... First of all, nobody on the earth has ever shown me that uses the word base ability, how they calculate it. I hear base ability thrown around all day long about horses having base ability. No one ever has shown me how they calculate it. No one. Second problem with base ability is, do we need to know base ability or do we want to breed good horses? Because good horses. Yeah, exactly. So if, if you kind of, like you just said, you had a Genesis that just spits out good babies. Do you care if that's base ability, distance preference, or variability? Or do you just care that it spits out good babies that are going to pull some flames and you can make a few bucks? Exactly. And and like when I used to race that horse, it was when Chris was racing uh, Imperial Venus with LBJ. And every time I get spooked and I had 45 odds, 45 odds, and it's a long distance runner. It was right with those guys, but 45 odds. Then I'd race with nobody and I'd pull seven odds. And it was just one of those things, but 
I knew when I bought it that it had one good offspring and that offspring also had a good offspring. So I thought, okay, this horse just breeds good bloodlines. Like this is a good horse to have. Um, and I've had, I think seven or eight offspring now and one's a donkey. The rest have been legit. It, it almost sounds like the conversation between like being like, you know, game theory optimal or um, looking at like exploitative or just like being able to kind of read the table or something like that in poker. Like, it's like you start to, I feel like I have a feel for a couple of my uh, mares and what they, you know, and, and they do spit out good offspring and I will pay up um, with them. And, and that's where, and I am, I, that my passion in this game is racing. So I'm trying to, I'm trying to create or buy or see where someone doesn't see something someone else doesn't see and purchase a horse. That's what I was trying to do with odds for sure. Especially with lightly raced now with flames. I mean, that's a little bit more difficult on the open market. I don't feel like, you know, as much with, with lightly raced, you could still kind of see, I feel like you can still kind of see the, what a horse will kind of look like or what type of horse they are by looking through there and maybe see things that people don't see. Um, but you know, I, I want to, you know, I want to race, I want to pay up for races. I run, you know, I run pretty expensive races with, with most, with most of my ponies. Um, but I don't have anything that's really, you know, super profitable right now. I mean, I feel like the one horse, I mean, I have Jupiter spot is my best horse and, uh, it's a pretty, it's a pretty good horse, strong, mid, mid distance horse. And it made up like, it did have that $600 loss that we were talking about. It's made that all back up. Um, and it's a positive, it's a positive EV horse. And, you know, I like to run it in, you know, $25, $50 races. Um, yeah, because, because but, you want to have some skin in the game and you want to get some entertainment yeah. and you want to win. Yeah. And that horse can't, that horse isn't going to breed for shit, but it, it's, it's a, it's a fucking runner and I want to, and I want to, and I want to win. Sure. Yeah, exactly. Um, that's, that's the whole thing, man. Is I, uh, okay. I understand the grind and I understand that you want to be all statistical and all smart and, you know, make all these wise decisions with your $2.50 bet. But <laughs> reality, this is a fucking game. We're here to have fun. We want to breed some killers. I want to breed a, a hundred horses today so that I can end up with one killer so I can go on Discord and tell people, I bred this monster. <laughs> That's the game. I agree. To me, that is the game. Is, 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 building, is building the best race to find the best racer out there. And then, and then just that is the game, right? And buy it before arbitrage. But it doesn't seem like it doesn't, not to everybody. Some people think it's breed and sell, and and they don't even, they won't even enter horses. They don't put the effort now. There's no point in breeding and selling. Used to be maybe make a bucks breeding and selling and race, but now you gotta race it. And that's because God loves me. (laughs) God, (laughs) you want to race it. Yeah. I hate people breeding and selling and making point zero 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 one and just flooding the market with crap. It's finally oh, negative. I'm so glad that the seal, I, I wish the floor would go down so low that if you <laughs> listen, this is the way I believe. If you want to play poker with me, reach in your back pocket and pull out a wallet. If you don't have a wallet, go to the next table. <laughs> no, no free, no free races here. I'm well, the that's same the thing. Way. If you're going to breed horses and there's no risk, if there's nothing to it, then you just sit there and breed all day. Right. I think that if you breed a horse and it comes from shit parents and it's a shit horse and it races like shit, you should lose money. <laughs> well, we're finally seeing it now in the market. The market's finally speaking that like people aren't going to, I don't know who's buying those horses before. Like, I mean, if I'm on right now, like what's the lowest price horse there is 0.0261 finally so z30 cross that's great you're missing the point <laughs> doofy hypes them up and sells them for more and then so, people are buying it all the new people bought them 
so the magic magic's donkey farm magic's breeding barn and summit nfts none of my stables have ever sold an unraced horse never i will sell them after they i sell them after they've raced a few times and how many races it takes you to figure out your horse I do sell unraced horses, but I sell unraced horses and I, I sell them with some fucking balls behind them. Yeah. I tell the owner, this is where you're going to race it. This is what I want you to do with it. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but you also have, a, I think you have a bigger, a bigger so plan and more, and, and more output and a plan. Yeah. And you're trying to help people, you know, it sounds like you're trying to help people get into the game and at least have some horse that's worth a shit instead of buying someone else's nonsense. Well, what fun is it to play a game if you're not fucking betting? Yeah, I just don't get that, man. I'm t- I'm sorry, man. I I'm sorry. I just don't get it, man. I just don't get it. I don't I don't get the grind for two dollars and fifty cents. I don't get that shit. If you're grinding at two fifty, you're not. Money. Yeah, you're not making much money grinding at two fifty. Even if you're, you know, like you said, once you win, you're going to catch up to you know, be class two and get stuck. You think unemployment pays more still? <laughs> yeah, but I mean, it's no fun, right? No, it's not. I mean, I fucking like, like I'm gonna go, like I'm gonna like I'm gonna sit here and watch a fucking soccer match. I hate soccer. If I put a thousand bucks on the fucking soccer team, you fucking see me screaming Ronaldo's name, getting his tattoo. <laughs> it's entertainment. You have a do you have a Z tattoo yet? I, I need one, but no, no, I don't. I don't know if Zed's so, gonna make it, man. I, I'm worried about Zed, man. Are you? What do you? What? Which part? Just the uh, like the upgrades and continuation of it. Uh, you know, there was this guy I used to deal with a long time ago, and he used to always have this saying. It was, you know, I mean, it's not his saying, but it's it's a famous saying. But the circus is in town today. Yeah. If you're not going to put some clowns and a fucking giraffe out there, people are going to go home. I yeah. think that Zed's got this huge opportunity, and they got this huge. The game is awesome. It's freaking phenomenal. Make the UI work great. Put a couple people actually on live support chat to talk to people that got fucking problems. Quit depending on some asshole in Discord to tell people how to fix their MetaMask. Especially that scan the scammers in Discord, you know. <laughs> yeah, but you I mean, horses. just I mean, they got such a great product and it's amazing, and I fucking love it. I mean, I spent twenty hours a day, Lord knows how many hours, and it's like they just. I mean, it's. Uh, I mean, look at their look. Go to Zed's Twitter. They're talking about fucking Magic Land. What's it called? The Center Land. And yeah, that, that's the. I was gonna. I, was gonna <laughs> I haven't watched well, it lately. What are they talking unicorns, about? Unicorns, fucking bullshit. Like, why do we need? Like, why do we need that? What is it important to have this like stadium in Decentraland? Like, is that going to get popular? I mean, not. It's not going to be popular to me, I guess. But maybe yeah, somebody. Well, yeah, will. you go in your Oculus. That's going to be popular. Dude, I'm not going to walk around a fucking museum on the fucking, on my desk. I wouldn't go to a fucking museum in real person. No, to go see the, if you go, if you could go see the race and it's like a 3D race, like sitting. Oh, that would be sick. Like a a a VR experience or something? Yeah, like VR. Yeah, yeah, that's what I'm saying. VR in Central Land. But that's That's not not what it is yet. Oh, it's not? No, it's just some bullshit statue stadium. Like there's no, you got a shirt for your avatar. There's no racetrack. Not yet. It's just there's Isn't there going to be a racetrack though? It, we, maybe we should buy all the land around Zed and build a better racetrack. No, they sold all that. It's already right? sold. Not that for a freaking no. we, can, we can still buy it. Uh, I don't. I don't know. <laughs> Everything's for sale. Got. Everything's yeah, for not, sale. Not to you. Sure. 
you know what? All that stuff is crap. That that stuff shouldn't be here yet. A lot of stuff Zed has done is out of order. Agreed. Yeah. Like, you know, my biggest gripe still is when are the rest of the fucking Genesis horses being dropped? Sure love to know that one. Um, oh, my God. They'll never drop those horses, man. They that have was so buried. That's what I've been saying. There's still, what, I bet, you, 10, I bet you they horses? make another deal with somebody. They'll make another deal like they did with, uh, what was it called? The company they gave a thousand horses to? For yeah, that they the played like play to earn. Like the play to earn company? Yeah, whatever that was. They gave them yeah. like, I don't know, a thousand horses. And you know what's funny? Is when they first gave them those horses, they were all over the track. I haven't seen those guys. Yeah. I can't even remember the last time I seen those guys in a race. I remember yeah, what, they're throwing all the grips and I was in like all those grips with them. I think that they must have sold them. I don't even know that. What's the name of them? Somebody pull up the barn and see what the hell they did with them. Uh, what was it? They were all the same color, right? They were that green color. AO. Yeah. Or they cowboy Pomona. Yeah. Yeah. But anyway, those guys, I, I used to see them like, uh, you know, because I look at every stable and every race I'm in. I check like, oh, yeah, they're, I'm racing against uh, Good Boy Racing or somebody or whatever. And I just haven't seen, uh, I haven't heard from those guys or seen those guys in two months. Have you guys seen them? No. No, and there's not a lot of uh, Cal Fly Pomona Green Horses on the on the track, so they must not be there. <laughs> they got the whole color, you know? Is that what they did? Oh, they saying. actually just got one color? Yeah. Yeah, they were all one color. But here it is. Ye- YGG, is that Yield Guild Games? Yeah, yeah YG Games, that's them. How many horses yeah. do they have? I just, I was searching on, I gotta find their stable, because I was searching on just Google. But definitely um, they're not on the track as much as they were, right? Because they were like no. all over the track. I've never I seen maybe and maybe they're all in the two fifty dollar races and you're uh, you're just not there. <laughs> maybe they are, but I mean they had good horses. I remember I seen a couple of more killers. Yeah, but the the YGG is play to earn like token stuff. So my guess is like Zed's not really play to earn. You know what I mean? Zed is a is a pay to play, not not pay to not play to earn. Yeah, Zed's pay the rake. Right. Yeah. So yeah, you, it's, they, it's you can't just have people like managing these horses and guarantee that they're gonna they're gonna get paid or earn. Guarantee they're gonna earn. That's yeah. They the just case. throw just free race. That's how, that's guaranteed. Well, now I guess yeah, I guess now they could yeah. Yeah, man. I, I don't earn slow. The slow burn. The slower. Talk about free races. I'll lose a lot of Zed friends. <laughs> All right, we'll cut we'll cut you out of talking about free races. <laughs> well, we 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 did a whole thing on it before where it was like. You know, when you're buying the horses, you had to pay attention. Now, like I think on hockey, they they don't even count free races and and the stats. But at the beginning, all those free races were overly inflating these horses' ROIs and people and, selling selling yeah. free race horses. Used, that was BS. I used to wonder that, like, who the fuck is only like they have a Z one knock, and they had like 350 free races. I'm like, who the fuck's doing this? Like, what 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 for? But I don't know. That was me. Yeah, that, I mean, was my, if, that was my like initial experience. I was like, what, what is the point of this? Well, the first thing to me is that if you invited me to a fucking poker game and I showed up and you're like, oh, no, we're just playing for fun. I'd probably fucking push your table over. And <laughs> you, you, you would laugh and then leave. Yeah. So that's uh-huh, the first well, thing. Get out your wallets. <laughs> yeah, I just don't get it. I don't get that. I don't get that anyway. But second thing, the second thing is, is I think you should give free races. I think if you buy an unraced horse on OpenSea, you should get like five free races. Sure. Yeah. Well, if you just buy any horse, not even unraced, let you let you run 
or maybe it's you get one free race at each distance so that you get to see that horse and you're only racing against the other idiots that can't pay for races as well well that's the problem like what, what do you learn you learn nothing i know but somebody might be afraid to do that and you know, buy, yeah, but, I, mean, yeah, but I get it. I, like, if you're like, oh, I'm going to buy a horse. Okay. Oh no, I'm going to have to gamble. I don't want to do that. So, okay. Yeah. Let them race four or five times when they see it's shit, they throw it back on open sea and move on. But if it's someone that's interested, you know, they get three or four races. They might say, man, this is really cool. I love this. And they might buy a real horse. I can see that, but I mean, the unlimited is crap. Yeah. Yeah. Well, there's, I mean, there's just nothing that makes there. sense. Like, give me someone, give me one rational thing that makes sense about having horses run unlimited free races. Makes no sense. But there's well, there's the, bots that I are think what they were trying to do. Time. My thought is they were trying to open up that more people could get free races, which is fine. But then it's not really the case. Like pe- people are just running more free races instead of more people getting into for, a for a free race. They feel like they're giving. It's like it's like this whole like social justice thing it's like they're social giving back to the community yeah they're trying to give back to the community but it's my money but it yeah but yeah, that's what money. i'm saying this is this is like taxation like it's my money that's going to taxation without representation we're going history they're social warriors and they're trying to give back my right. fucking money to the people that oh god yeah. come on yeah breathe free breathe free the u.s government this is it's ridiculous there's so much money that's going into these free pots and it's like, who who fuck cares? Like they should have lowered the price of the winnings. That way you for forced to pay. I think, like, you, I think that really what you should do is a don't have any. There's no there's nothing to win. If you want to yeah. race free, sure, go ahead, go ahead, spin your wheels. There's nothing to fucking win. <laughs> you, you you race free, or or a horse. Every horse that's ever bred gets five free races. Period. From the moment it's made. That's it. No, the, the free races should be satellites. You win the satellite, you get an entry, a ticket into a 250 entry or something like that. So or, it's like now they got to have skin in the game a little bit more so. Or why can't why can't it be poker? Why can't they have why can't there be a side a side of it where it's just credits and they can just go fuck around and play with their credits all they their little not work not valued you're a resident and blockchain could, expert. And, please. And they could Well, this isn't on the free races aren't even on the blockchain. Yeah, there's no chain involved. There's no chain involved. It's just nothing. Just so they just go. The race, right? yeah. They just do. They just go do this thing. There's no. So they're on just, the top just, shot chain. And and maybe and maybe <laughs> they could be the the best. And maybe you give. Maybe there's a reward for being the you know best number free one racing. free racing horse on the week or something. Yeah, delete your account. Fuck it. Like get get out of my race. Get, get, you get the enter a ten dollar race paid. And race then lower. Free. And then for that idea, I can get my rake lowered by five percent. Yeah, yeah, can we submit that? That's a good idea. Satellites, I like that. <laughs> but but you know the thing is, is that they, I'm not against free races. I think people should be able to, you know, uh, sample the products, whatever. Okay, but uh, you can't have unlimited. I don't see anything that makes it. You, I don't think someone could sit down with me and, and explain to me how having unlimited free races for any horse that wants them for a thousand races makes any sense. Yeah, you gotta, yeah, no you gotta cap it. Yeah, I agree. And there's no one in this group that's going to try to take that the devil's advocate part of this argument. I couldn't do it. Oh, get rid of it. Yeah, I mean, it just doesn't make any sense. I mean, I just don't even see what they were thinking. 
Look, I'm, I'm looking at races right now. The free race is going to pay $20 and the $2.50 race is going to pay $26 total. They $6 raised is different. It used to be like five bucks to win a free race, which I yeah. thought was fine. This was like, why even race $250 anymore? You should just race the free ones and save your fucking money. So they got to fix the, the the pot here a little bit. They 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 went too big too quick. Yeah, it just doesn't make sense. Yeah, just, reward the I'll people who are paying the big, I'll tell you big dollar, thing. like Vance and Dan, and then we can get back to the. If I go win, if I go win a bunch of pots tonight and I make about uh, 0.4 F, I guarantee you 0.3999 is going back into Zed's Echo. Yeah. I bet you 90% of that free money is going nowhere near Zed Echo. <laughs> it's just, I agree. That's, no, they're going to try and take their money out of the West though, and it's going to fucking cost them more in gas to convert it to ETH, and then they're going to have nothing left. So. They'll bitch about that too. There'll be some. So basically, what we're doing is we're giving them free money that they're taking, and they're trying to gas themselves, and, and they're paying gas they, fees back. And they're taking the money off. Yeah, they're paying gas fees, but and they're taking money out off of the Zed. table. Yeah. Like they're taking money out of Zed. This is the same. This is like the same. I know. I keep going back to poker. This was the same thing that was realized pretty quickly by the people that ran the people that ran poker sites like Full Tilt and um, and Party Poker and all those other sites, and that's why. As you move up, they they give you a discount or you get rate back or, you know, whatever. Like they they take care of their their main players because they know that their money stays in the ecosystem. The money from the light play, the money, the people playing like 20 and L and entering free rolls and shit like their That money doesn't stay in the that money does not stay in the ecosystem. And Zed's got to realize that because the only way that they make the only way that they keep this thing going is they they give something back to the people that that actually do play play for play for a, a serious amount of money because we're the ones that are going to keep people interested we're we're the competition like we're the people that people are going to want to play against and and want to see around um and Zed, if Zed can't keep those folks around i think they're going to have they're going to struggle and i i say we i mean that's i'm i'm not part of this i mean dan dan shad's part of it um but you know, at least we are running races that are you know twenty bucks, twenty five bucks plus, um, and not just sitting here clicking the free button all day. Yeah, I just I just don't think any of that money stays in the system, and I think that's the worst thing of all of it, right? Right. I mean, that's not how does your economy survive when you're taking a huge chunk of it out of it every single day and just lining people's pockets? Yeah, you're taking ten percent from your 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 loyal really, customers. Yeah, you're taking 10% from your guys racing, you know, we might be racing, you know, there was a time there when I feel like at least it was at least a 1000 plus a day in races for for my stable and it's a small stable. And so you're in in really, I mean, so I'm paying that I'm paying 10% of that in rake every day. Um, And it's going to free races, which is getting pulled out of the ecosystem. And that's a small stable. It's not racing that much. And that's got to hurt the economy of the echo, right? Definitely. There's no doubt. I mean, look at Arb. I mean, how much is, I mean, Arb's winning. He wins a ton of, I mean, he's won a ton of ETH. And yet, he, I mean, think about how much more he could have. I mean, it's only 90%. If, he, right. What's, what's I mean, his newest that's, horse? Dan, what's his newest horse that they got? Arbitrage? Uh, he has another one? Oh, God. They got a monster again. Fuck. <laughs> oh, my God. They drive me nuts, man. You wait, know, and wait, I'm really wait. close to him. I'm, I'm really close to him. So I can talk bad about him. But they freaking kill me with this. Oh, did you see our new monster? Yeah, yeah. Every time, and and I they send it straight so, to you, huh? Hey, check this one out. Let me go. See yeah, it, it's, it. it's I, I don't even know how to pronounce this. I don't speak French, but it's one hundred four 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 five. 
All right, let's see. We just got like chain numbers. And and just one oh four 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 five. And to think, I I clicked into OpenSea to buy purchase or Princess of Power, and then just didn't pull the trigger. Didn't staring at it like I looked into the brioche and chocolate. Yeah, and that horse is a twenty percent winner that was raced bad. Davo Ledge. Oh, they bought it. They just bought it. How much did it buy? Buy it for? Uh, um, I don't think that much, but I'm telling you, man. Look at look. If you look at the horse a little bit, it's a twenty percent winner that's raced bad. Yeah, I'm looking yeah. at it. so no no flames all the way through. A couple flames up to they probably bought it when on the twenty. No, they bought 20. it today. Oh, they bought it today. Yeah, a couple hours ago. Well, it started getting some. They started flaming it. They started learning how to race it. Whoever it was, but not quite. Yeah, I mean, it flamed back to back in twenty five dollar entries. And got first in both of them at 2000 in class three. Yeah. And I, I think if you could probably, I mean. Yeah, but that might be, that might be when they bought, those might be the first two races they bought it in. I don't, I don't know exactly like when exact the moment they bought that thing, but yeah, yeah they got another monster. <laughs> I mean, really? 100% flames at 2000. All right. Yeah. <laughs> Here we go. 10 rate, 10 races, 10 of 10. Yeah, and the average pot size is like $75. Not, not yet. They're, not yet. They're getting there, though. Oh, yeah, they will. Yeah, you'll yeah. see that thing. It's going to be a beast. They run well with the, the 250 Hazy? tank. Here's the 250 tank race, 11th. What, oh, they already started taking it. Yeah, two, uh, two, two thousands, a $5 or a thousand, and a 250,000 for uh, two tanks at class three, 10th and 11th. Oh, so they're taking this thing down to class four to take all my money. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. It's a 45 yeah, right now. So it's going to be, be there class quickly. four soon. Yeah. It'll be taking all my money. So I might as well just fucking write him a check. Now. <laughs> what, are you, what are you doing? You're sitting in class four right now. Oh, I have horses everywhere. Yeah. Everywhere. I got horses everywhere. What's your, your favorite horse that you own? My favorite race? horse. Yeah. Oh, my favorite horse is always going to be fire strike just because that was the first horse I ever bred. But Man, I got so many freaking. I mean, uh, oh, did you guys see that? Did you guys read my tweet, my tweeter on the, on that horse Hazy? I didn't know. I didn't read that one. I know the horse you're talking about, though. Yeah, I bought it when it was a five percent winner. It's a twenty five percent winner now. It's already won its money back that I paid for it. Oh, oh I, I did read some of your Twitter on. You were like daily tweeting about it. Yeah, like, that was updates. a whole chain of tweets like every day. I caught the some thing, of them. The thing now is like a freaking like, what twenty eight percent winners. <laughs> what is it? Twenty four percent winners. Twenty four and a half. Jesus, mm. not bad. Yeah, all he does is run uh, one fifteen dollar race, which is the highest in class five. Wins it and then runs twelfth in a short race and goes back to class five and does it again over and over and over and over every day. Oh yeah, I did read this, and and the guy just pounded like early on. He was just pounding the thought, like the short distance races, right? Yeah, he was running it at two thousand because it was flaming. Right. He didn't know it was a distance horse that was flaming at two thousand because it was a fucking killer at twenty four. Yeah, he just like yeah, that's right. And he was, but he ran it a lot at a thousand too, right? Or was that you? Is that you? I or ran no, it at early... a thousand to tank it. Oh yeah, he and he just he just pounded the two thousand button over and over again. Yeah. Yeah, it was flaming at 2,000. I mean, but look at this thing. First, 12th, first, 12th, first, 12th, first, 12th, first, 12th, first, 12th, first, 12th. <laughs> yeah, that's first crazy, 12th. dude. Give me this horse. Jesus. That's nice. Funny. It's nice. So can we, 
Can we talk about your blood tool a little bit? Yeah, heck yeah. What do you want to know? Everything. Well, well, the first <laughs> thing about the blood tool is I think what the, what a lot of people think is that the blood tool is like totally based on breeding. And it is a breeding tool. And one of the big parts of it is the breeding. But most of the breeding stuff that it figures out and does is based on the racing stuff that I've learned to know. So it bases the quality of horses kind of on the same method that I use to determine whether a horse has quality. So that's where I think that the it gets a little confused, a little blurry on what it actually is. I mean, there's a lot of good racing tools in there too, in the blood tool. I mean, there is some cool stuff in there. I mean, awesome stuff. But so the, the real beauty of the whole thing is the racing algorithm behind it. Does that make sense? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Do you think, it sounds like this is the case. Do you think that the breeding algorithm is a lot has to do with the racing of the parents? Because I know some people are up in the air about whether the racing of the parents matters or not. I, I think that the racing of parents matters to my customers that are going to try to buy the horse more than it matters to me. Mm-hmm. But uh, for, for when I'm looking at a horse for ability, a breeding ability, okay, first of all, let me back that up. I think that horses have a breeding fitness score. I think that horses, I don't know how. I don't know if it's the genetic bloodline they get from their grandparents. I don't know if horses have an actual breeding fitness score that Zed gave them. I don't know what it is. But like we were just talking earlier, some horses just breed well. Yeah. They just breed well. Uh, they don't have base ability. They suck at 16. They got average odds of 45. They breed well. Look at Welcome to the Club. Pull up 26646. God, there is something fucking wrong with me that I memorized horse. <laughs> <laughs> you weren't even looking that at it? No, it's not, I'm, I'm, I'm chilling out watching the NFL postgame throughout. Yeah, two, two six, six six four six. Hey, yeah, lady. welcome to the club. Man. Oh, welcome, welcome to the club. To the club. Sorry. Can to the you club. see it's a little gluey? Yeah, yeah. I okay, mean, you, need, you need a few more races, but it's already clear. <laughs> okay, yes. look at its babies. 11, 14, 14, and twenty five winners. Yeah, you got two fourteen winners in one hundred and thirty races. That's not bad. So you got all low Z's. Nice for relatively low Z's. That that's the thing is that when you look at when you look at like a horse like Welcome to the Club, uh, give me an explanation. Right. Yeah, it must have something to it, right? Some attributes that make it a quality breeder. Look at yeah. look at my look at my Zob. Look at Cronwald. Give me the ID. Uh, it's two four one seven three. I mean, they're not. I mean, nothing great, great, but. Spits out pretty good or pretty good ponies. Oh my god! Have you guys ever looked at eleven oh two? Pull up eleven oh two, fucking monster maker. We should give you a test on and just pick. We should pick a random number and see if you know the um, <laughs> name of the horse in his stable. <laughs> That's true. In the stable, that'd be fair. This yeah. is in his stable. Yeah, celebrating. Yeah, look at her babies. Yeah, you pay up. You get that Z one. But I mean, look at him. I mean, legendary Zabo Z Force are killer, but she just has nothing but fucking good babies, period. Yeah. Yeah. She's a fucking monster maker. Golden Fire. I, I call him Golden Shower, which is funny. But he's <laughs> that a solid be the baby's name, right? He, he's a, yeah, that would be an awesome baby name for his baby. I sold him a long time ago, but he's a, 
He's a solid class one horse. Blue Fire is fucking like a 16% winner in class one. This guy's not even, uh, Golden Fire is not getting raced. Oh, yeah, they just parked him, right? Flyer in class one. Yeah, so free races, horse. free races only, though. <laughs> a lot of free races. <laughs> C1 this free races. You're waiting all day. <laughs> okay, That's so funny. I'm looking at this horse. I like this horse. This uh, Cromwell. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I like this buy. horse. This horse makes some killer horses too, right? Yeah. No, it's a, it's a it's a good it's a fun horse. I mean, I, I don't think it's made the best one yet, but this Sunday service I've raced a lot, and it's a it's decent enough. It's a decent enough horse. Oh, just did, not gonna. Did, did you know that? Did you know? I just actually just we I was in a uh, Discord channel the, uh, the other night, and uh, we actually looked it up. Less than one percent of the population makes over 0.1 ETH. <laughs> of the horse population? Yeah. Yeah, that, I would believe it. So, I mean, when you're looking at this horse, you're like, oh, you know, this Sunday service isn't good. This fucking horse is probably like a top <laughs> 300 horse or something. You know what I mean? Yeah, I guess lifetime profit 0.23, baby. Yeah, that's what that's I'm saying. This thing is a fucking 0.1. monster. Yeah. That's the thing. You got you to gotta spend a little bit to make but, that. Like, if you're running 250s was, this, all day, you're not but fucking... But this Sunday service is, this Sunday service is, is a, a Sabo exclusive seven. You didn't, you didn't... How much it cost you to make this thing? 0.15. <laughs> Yeah, it wasn't much. Well, it wasn't yeah. much. Or, yeah, yeah. No, it's already this horse it, on my on my tracker. It's already it's already made back double just in racing, basically. Yeah, what it cost me. And it's worth what I mean, legitimately probably an ETH. Easy. Yeah, yeah, I would think I, if I could. I mean, I should. I sold that. Uh, I sold another horse that was uh, worse than this for half half an ETH. So yeah, it's got to be worth at least an ETH. And it's already spit out. I mean, and look at its babies. I mean. It, it spit it. out. It spit out. Uh, Sunday service spit out Euler's Euler's number, which is decent. Um, it's in, still in my stable. Pink Pony Boy, I sold, but it it, it wasn't great. And then Donkey, I got high hopes for Donkey Jesus, but I've only thrown it in three races so far. Yeah, he, so, he blamed a couple no of races times, today. What are you doing, <laughs> dude? I was at SeaWorld. Get get off. <laughs> Look at this Euler's number is probably going to be okay too, right? Yeah, it's decent. I just, you know, I have so many. Yeah, it's hard to keep up. I don't. I, mean, I got yeah, how many? Job. How do you race all your horses, race. Dan? I mean, that's the hardest part. Yeah, I, I, uh, I, I race a lot. <laughs> <laughs> I don't really have nothing else to do, really, man. I, I kind of just fuck off all day. So there you go. Yeah, so, but I race. I do race a lot, though. But but watch I race a lot. Watch I race sports a lot and race ponies, right? I fucking love it. It's fun, man. Yeah, that is. I mean, we got addicted to it definitely early on. And I liked when you could fire them out every fucking couple minutes, though, where you, you're putting three races in and they're going every 10 minutes. And I don't care that you're going up against the beast, but just throwing them in there. Now it's like, how long is it going to take you to get to 50 races if you're only going down to 95%? Fucking long time. No, they're going to pick it up, though, this week. 12, instead of 24-hour regeneration, is 12-hour regeneration. So basically double, right? Yeah, double. Did they they already... I'm behind. Like, Did they already make the change uh, that so that you could race more before you lose uh, a bunch of stamina points? Nah, I think they're going to do a table, right? They're going to do a shelf? Yeah, Yeah, there were like... Five races don't do shit to you? Haven't made the change yet. 
But I thought that comes with the twelve, the the twelve hour regen. I think it comes right. Oh, that's there. that'll be so much. I can't wait for that because then I could just go in, race my five to eight whatever races, and then be done, and then wait for twelve yeah. hours, and then come back and do it again. Because that's what yeah. I need. I need like be set, I need like set play times because I like to come and sit down and play for an hour or two, get my get a solid chunk of races in, spend you the money the that I want to. Bet the money yeah, that I, I think that, that I think that, that five does that right though. If, if they have the show oh, yeah. five, I think that's five would be five would be perfect because I could come sit down, play for an hour, and then uh, get my race my twenty horses that I raced five times, race race enter a hundred races, spend my thousand dollars again. I'm good. Be a good yeah, day. Give give your hundred bucks to the free racers and go about your day. Spend my spend my hundred bucks. <laughs> I need to go put like some free, some of your hundred dollars in that free race. <laughs> Man, I, I just I, – I, I don't know, man. You know what I think is happening, though? I think I think that we're actually getting, like, two Zeds now, right? What do you mean? I, like, the free and the paid? I feel like there's no middle, and there's just these guys racing for free and the, the point zero three horse guys. And then I feel like it's just the same old guys that were, you know, paying half a F for Genesis Butte unraised. and You know what I mean? Well, I'm hoping that people come into the ecosystem like that's that's really what they're going to need, right? You need more people and you have more horses, you need more people racing. And if they do the separation of like classes, not just one, two, three, four, five, like if you have all these, you know, all the beater and donkeys that have less than 5% win percentage, they could be in their own class racing and, you know, creating that ecosystem or something like that. Yeah, they need to get that quick. But Dan, you've inspired me. I'm going to, um, my, my good breeder, she's up for breeding tomorrow. I'm gonna pay up. Just gonna yes. fucking go for it. Paying up. Good, good. Hey, you should you should uh hit me up when you're about to do it, and I'll I'll, I'll give you a snapshot of my uh, uh breeding tools so you can see the see what's the best studs available are. All right. Yeah, and you know a little bit on the blood tool stuff. You got to understand there's like a, there's like so many different components. There's the there's the stud tools that help you find studs. There's the stud sniper in there. There's the you know there's all these different things that are really cool and. I believe a lot in horses have a breeding ability. So if they have this natural breeding ability, I think that we, we got to take advantage of that. And I, I I've seen success with that. Uh, I've seen a ton of success. I, I think I, I had uh, some guy that, you know, has all the data and he ran it. And I think I win, I have like a 16% win rate in G races. Which is ridiculous. Yeah. It's insane. I and like a ninety-four, you have ninety-four percent flames, right? And geez, I don't know what it's got to be. Dumb. <laughs> I don't know what the this? actual numbers are, but it's got to be really. Ridiculous. I don't have the data in front of me either, so I mean that's a loose, loose interpretation. But man, I'll tell you what, man, that that it's amazing, and and I really think that that is has nothing to do with the blood tool. It has nothing to do with anything else. It has to do with the the whole belief of what makes a good breeder, what's a good bred horse. And good horses breed good horses. And the yeah. blood tool just basically takes all that stuff it together and shows you which ones, who's who. All the attributes. Nice. Well, we've uh, you know, seen bits and pieces of it and we're glad to uh, hear more about it. it. It does seem pretty cool. It is. It's awesome, man. I really like it. Um, so... So what about speed? We haven't talked about speed. Does anyone care about speed anymore? Yeah, I love times. Okay. I do love times, but I love times that are normalized. 
I like to know yeah. my times for, for class distance and fee. I'm a huge fee. fee. I'm a huge fee guy. So like at different, at different fees, you think they're speeding up or slowing down the like normalized time? Oh, they are. They absolutely yeah. are. You can clearly see it. If you look at, if you look at class one, $25 up compared to a class one, $5 race. Yeah. At the same distance, there's a huge difference. Not a huge difference. Huge is overstated. I like how, well, I like how like MJ informatics, uh, puts his uh normalizes his speed his speed numbers so that you can see that because you know i was looking at some tweets today from people and it was talking about how your your speed in a race you might finish 12th in one race and have a faster time than the race you finished first in right so obviously that's not very helpful in that respect because you're not it's where you're finishing in regards to the rest of the field yeah and you know zed Zed uses this really weird they don't use a normal distribution so like say the say the mean time is 101 you know just i'm just giving you numbers but say the mean time is 101 they'll they'll go like two or three deviations slow and only go one deviation fast do you understand what i'm saying right yes yeah. so it's like a, it's not yeah. like a normal distribution so by them doing that it really throws times off you know the mean time gets all screwy the you know all kinds of stuff really happens so it's really hard to kind of try to create anything from that yeah, I, I felt like that too. Like I had a hard time when I was digging in and and I got to the point at one time when I was looking at all this and thinking it just didn't matter just because I almost looked at it like speed wasn't your, the result of the race was like an aggregation of all the horses in the race. And then it developed, you know, its own like race score. And then you, your distribution got decided by that aggregation in some way. So if there's a bunch of shit in the, in the race and then you rolled the 12th, like you could run as, like you said, you could run that really, really slow race and you could even win that race and you could roll the best, you could win that race. But since it was a, you know, such a shitty field, like you're going to run slower. I, I don't know if that's been, I, I haven't done any research into that, but that's what I used to like think when I used to watch all the results. Um, but I don't necessarily know that that, I mean, that obviously doesn't play out. I haven't been able to prove that. Well, the thing uh, is, is that if you normalize times, you can get a clearer picture. But the one thing that normalized times doesn't take care of and account for is the channels. Yeah. The channels are going to kill you because even if you, even if you have a, a, a higher mean and you have higher deviation, um, I guess maybe not, but just for argument's sake, you have a higher mean and a higher deviation, you might still get channel fucked. Right. I mean, like, did you see uh, Mula Mula, like, I don't know, but like yesterday or two days ago, ran in two races, 2,400 and 2,600 and didn't flame. Wow. I mean, so, that makes no sense. So explain, explain, explain that. I mean, explain channel uh, for, for someone that might be listening that might not, that might not know. Well, I think it's kind of simple. I think, it, I, I think the simplest way to kind of visualize and understand it is to think of it as a, a bingo numbers you got 75 balls in the bingo tube and someone randomly picks one number out of there and every every horse has a, has a number on the table and when that bingo ball is selected you know that bingo ball is what you use to determine the the final position the final distribution of the race so if horse one is really fast in channel seven and horse two is really slow in channel seven and seven is the winning number then horse one's going to finish first and horse Seven's going to finish 10th. Yeah. Does that kind of make sense? But not only just that, that's not the end of it. 
the, the, the thing is, is that these molds of horses are on the same channels. Yes. So, so a horse that's really good at 2400 is, let's call 2400 channel 17. So this horse at seven, on channel 17 is going to have a, a rating of 91. And then there's going to be the next horse next to him who's going to have the same channel as his power rating. And he's going to have a high rating of 89. So in theory, he can never win. Do you see what I mean? Yeah. Because if that winning number is one of the lotto ball that's pulled out of the, the two. It's, co- it's covered. Yeah, there's yeah. nothing he can do. Yeah, that horse is covered in every and- – and that's what made, and I, and I don't know if you've seen my Twitter argument sometimes that I've tried to make with the, like, I feel like the, the each race has, its, has a static, like each horse has a static role for distance and, uh, for distance and uh, the field that it's, that it's in. So like if it, and that, and it, so if there's a thousand iterations like it, and it rolls every horse. So the race roll is a seven and then, or 17, like you said, whatever the channel for that, for that particular race. And and all the horses have their ability based, you know, for that role, but you got, but the certain horses that are, you know, studs are, they're so similar that they, you know, they follow the distribution along seven. So if you have the best one, you know, you can still win, but if you're, if you're the one that follow that follows behind, like you, you don't have it, you have no chance to win, like zero opportunity to win based on, based on the horse, based on the field. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I think, I think that I think you're just covered. I think that's 100% true. And I think that a lot of the, the specialist horses, the, the sprinters and the long distance horses, I think that they share very similar channels. I don't think yeah. that they 100% share channels, but I think that they share very similar channels. And let's go back to Mula Mula. Mula Mula is the best horse in the game. It's not even a question. There's not been a horse that could even show him that it could even get close to Mula at 24 and 26. Well, Talladega, well, it looks like Talladega just did it, right? Well, okay, but let, let me let me let me rephrase that a little bit. I, I think Mula is the most consistent, best horse at twenty four twenty six right now. Gotcha. Okay, RP tortures Mula. Mm-hmm. Okay, it's the it, let's call that the Broncos Raiders. Broncos <laughs> are winning fifteen games in a row, and they end up playing the Raiders, and the Raiders kick their ass. <laughs> it's just one of those things, right? Mm-hmm. But but anyway, okay, so, so the theory here is what how this plays into the channel theory is Mullah is on channel 17 to 20, let's say, okay? So if Mullah's on channel 17 to 20, Talladega comes up. Talladega messes with Mullah a lot. So Talladega and Mullah don't share exact channels. So Talladega is better on channel 17 and 18. And now you're going to bring in Say another monster, uh, RP. You're going to bring in Rendezvous, and you get now you got RP in there. So now that RP's in there, say RP's better at channel 20. So now instead of Mula having 17, 18, 19, and 20 as its winning channels, Mula's stuck with just 18 because he kind of got sideswiped by two horses that coincidentally hit him, and they took his chances of winning from. Instead of having five good spots to win in, now he only has one. So Mula's the better horse in the race, but because of the distribution of the channels, Mula's not able to blame, and Mula probably isn't going to win because that's, they stole the winning channels from her, and not one horse did it, which normally is what happens. 
Actually, it was a combination of two or three horses, like Talladega and RP, where you got some really talented horses, and they still a channel or two from Mula. Does that make sense? Yeah. But those, and I don't find that occurring. Like you said, that happens mostly with specialists, either like short distance specialists or even more so with the long distance specialists. Oh it, my God, I don't see, I don't see that happening at all. Horses. I can't stand my horse, Frosty the Snowman. He's scared of his own fucking shadow. <laughs> that is probably the fastest fucking horse in the game in sprints. And he's scared of his own fucking shadow. <laughs> He gets spooked by every horse. There's a goddamn class five horse that comes out of pulling 15s and fucking Frosty will hide under the bed. Yeah, I don't I don't see that. Like my my better horses have always been the middle like middle distance horses or just like ones that are consistent. And I feel like those horses are harder to be profitable with. They just don't they don't find they, they don't have the same um I guess that you you can't just generate their U for them um as easily. Um, and, but they do win more, like they're just more consistent, but they don't have like a spook. Like, like I could run uh, like Jupiter spot, probably my bet, my best horse. I mean, I could run it at any distance and it doesn't really spook, but it also, you know, it's not going to run this super low odds either and win consistently. Um, those middle distance horses, they're not, they're not the same. Look, at, look at Bonnie. I mean, look at Bonnie Parker. That horse is a, yeah. that horse can run a thousand or twenty four hundred and flame against anybody. Yeah, that horse is amazing, and 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 that horse has no channel theories, no problems with anyone. I mean, that horse is it's going to be right. someone that just you know just maybe has a good channel distribution and a lot of power, and just can be anywhere. But most of those middle horses, they won't drop naturally. They they're really hard to drop. Yeah, that's what I, I, mean, that's what I, I used to. Uh, I haven't seen your horse in a while, but I used to uh, get in a bunch of races with it. Hisco's the snake. There's another one that's scared to death. He fucking pushes Frosty <laughs> out of the way, hides under the fucking bed. That, those were that was a that was a crazy distribution of odds when when you get the odds. I mean, and fly, not even like it would just fly all over the place. You know, how so about I'd, ecology? Yeah, same, same, similar. Yeah, but I feel like not as wide of a spread. Yeah, he has the snake and pull a three in one race and the next race pull a 45. Yeah, that's crazy. I, yeah, I, I would put my uh, long distance specialist in with there because I felt like people would avoid his because of a three. I'm like, oh, I'll take that, you know, no problem. Yeah, he's going to uh, pull a 45 and he can't win anyway. <laughs> this is the horse I was running into Winlock a lot. That was the horse I would run into in, oh, class, five, in class four. Oh, that horse is amazing. You don't have to do yeah. anything. You just push 16 and relax. Yeah, that was like that's Jupiter's spot too. So I'd be so Winlock and Jupiter. I, I feel like they would race against each other a lot at that. But you know, Winlock's a lot. Well, I, I feel like they're similar horses if you look at Jupiter's spot. Even though yeah, that, I ran, that's it, that natural. Actually, what yeah. Winlock is, she's a she's a pretty pretty honestly, she's a pretty low grade. Um, she's not top notch, middle natural U shape runner. Yeah. So she's a so basically she's a decent speed or power horse, but has a beautiful U shape. Absolutely perfect natural U shape that good mid range horses have. Like uh, who's a natural U shape horse? The probably the best like, one, like Desert Vanilla Rose. Bean or Desert Rose. Yeah, Desert Rose, Vanilla Bean, probably those are probably the best you know natural U shape horses there are. 
Yeah, it doesn't matter what they do. They don't. So how do you think? About how it. do you think you get the uh, natural you? I mean, it's maybe it's natural and you don't get it, but it seems obviously those are the most profitable horses in the game, in my opinion. No, um, the distance specialists. No, are the, the, di- the distance ones are. Yeah, like right, but the you, but still with the you, with the you. Well, the distance, the distance horses don't have any you at all. They force it. They force the you. Yeah, yeah they, they just you just create the mold, and if it runs great at twenty four, okay, it dunks at a thousand. It's pretty simple. Right, right. Well, that's what I mean. Yeah, it's got it. So those are the ones you want. But is those, there, what I was talking about, how do you get there in breeding? If if like, would you go with a long distance and a short like short distance, or would you go long, long, or you know? Nah, I don't, I, don't that, say, I don't think any of that stuff really matters. I think you yeah. just pray to the breeding gods and roll yeah, the dice. Yeah, I, I think that a, <laughs> a distance specialist, 90% of the time, anytime you're going to get a distance specialist that's going to be even worth the shit, it's going to be a lot of luck, a lot mm-hmm. of random. Yeah. I feel like they spit out of shitty horses more often than not. Like, it, Yeah, but that's, it, because it, the, that's because they're in most cases, their base ability and the way that they are is sucks. Yeah, those those horses that most not all of them. Don't get me wrong. There's some horses that are some distance specialists that are some monsters, but most of those horses are usually going to be higher Z horses that really got lucky in the distance preference or in the, you know, got lucky in the bearability or the distance preference lotto. Mm-hmm. I'm just hoping to win that lotto more often with my breeds. Oh, but how many times does it take though, man? I mean, once you got something lot, that's yeah. special, it's fucking great, right? Yeah. 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 I mean, there's just so few of them in the game. Like you said, there's only 1% of the horses are, uh, what, plus 0.1 ETH on. Yeah, exactly. On so it's like, and those, and those that are like, I mean, what, what is Princess, what, what is Princess at now? Like eight ETH or some shit? Yeah, eight and so a half ETH. She just passed something, Jockey, right? For the number something, one. Something dumb. Yeah, I mean, but is LBJ go, is the LBJ actually higher though? Or is no. Princess the highest? Princess is the highest now, right? Princess is Princess. the highest. They just passed Ducky. But LBJ's right there, right? Just running right, right, right behind him. Yeah, I don't think it's too far. The the beauty of those horses is that you can tank at a in a two fifty, and and then spend five hundred dollars. Yeah, you can win a, run a five hundred dollar race and be a stud at twenty four hundred, twenty six hundred. Whereas with Princess is at eight point nine. What is that? 30 grand 8.9 profit yeah. oh my yeah. gosh <laughs> it's more than that it's like 40 yeah 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 yeah, yeah. So what, what is that they're at like 3,000 4,000 3,500 uh, I think it's yeah it's like 3,100 yeah right yeah, now so it's like, it, had, it, had, it had a good day today there it's at 30 almost 31 yeah 3,100 yeah so right, and then LBJ is at 7.79 still yeah, and LBJ is a half the horse that Princess of Power is. Princess Power is twenty-seven five. But you, so those are plug and play, grand. though. It, those are easy races. You know, you you know where yeah. you wake up and know what you just press the button, right? Like, you know, yeah, you, you I, learned I mean, everything I, you needed, and you now you just hit go. I mean, how many how many horses does LBJ have to avoid? Two. I, don't I think even, like who does Mula, he need to avoid? The only one that tortures him, I think. Yeah. Mula, yeah. I think Mula tortures him, and I'm not sure if Talladega tortures him or not. Yeah. Pretty crazy, though. You, How about you Miss at, Universe? I love that fucking horse. Which one? Miss Universe. I don't know if I know that horse. Oh, my God. I, that horse is amazing. You know what? 
The most underrated player in this game is Polka. Is that the owner of Miss Universe? Yeah, Miss yes. Universe, yeah. Yeah, he owns like only about 30 Z1s. But only. <laughs> the guy oh, okay, is the yeah. most underrated player in the game. He's the nicest guy you'll ever meet. And he's got amazing barn. An amazing barn. Did yeah, he start early? Is that how he got all the Z1s? Or I, I don't really know. I never really talk. I, I don't think he has a money problem, personally. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> He's got 99 problems, and none of them have to do with money. All right, now he does it not with as many Z1s as he owns, and the prices Z1s are selling for. Yeah, you know what's funny? You know what's funny? The other day, I don't know how many Z1s he has. I just said that randomly, but I mean, he has a bunch of them. But but you know what's funny is I talked to him the other day, and uh, I told him, man, prices are kind of fucking going down. He's like, yeah, they're kind of dropping a little bit. He's like, but my Z1s are holding up pretty good. (laughs) He's like, "The, the price on those are pretty good. He's like, but I think I'm just going to hold them until they're worth like a thousand bucks each. And then I'll fucking force sell them as fast as I can. Yeah. You know, it's it's a funny joke, but shit. How many times does that happen in NFT world? Yeah. You you never know. Hey, throw the, put out the bid. You can't be leaving an open listing. It might get swooped up. Hey, he's only got three Z1s. Okay. He's got, he's got 12 barns though. Okay. In this barn, yeah. Has yeah, he's got he's got polka boys, polka girls, polka wonder is... horses. <laughs> I'm stuck. I'm stuck on Miss Universe, man. This thing is a freaking. I wouldn't run into it because I don't really have any horses that really run Z. They're class one. And you know, you know what I love about him more than anything is if he's mad at somebody or pissed off, like well, especially me. He tortures me on purpose. But if I'm in like a ten dollar or a five dollar, twenty five dollar race, you'll fucking throw Miss Universe in there to fucking torture me. <laughs> <laughs> Miss Universe will run like three five hundred dollar races, and then all of a sudden, bam, hits me on a ten dollar race and fucking just shit. He hunts you down. Oh, he hunts people down all the time. That monster. <laughs> That's funny. He's a great that, guy, man. Uh, that would be guy. a that would be a good thing to do. You know, you just pump your pump your cash a little bit, and then go straight for somebody. Just go come come right at him. Oh yeah, he tortures people with that that horse, man. That horse. Go hunting. You look at that horse. Did you guys pull it up and look at it? Yeah, yeah. It's, it's, it's ridiculous. Yeah, I'm looking at it right now. He's trying to get into a race right now. What is it? Probably the expensive one. No, it's like a fifty dollar one. Point oh three. Look at his barn, though. He has a bunch of horses. Let me look so I can tell you because there's some. He doesn't lose. Horses. It's just it. Those are the interesting horses to me. The ones that are sitting in class one and they just keep going up. Like he has a three seventy seven <laughs> ranking. Like fucking like like. Like Jumbo sitting here Jumbo. at 1352. Jesus. Can't it's go down. Is, it's raking as 1,352, Jumbo. That's nuts. That's crazy. <laughs> What's also crazy is only 0.5 ETH profit. Well, yeah. Look at Coney doesn't... Island. Look at Coney Island. Well, one thing is, is riding derby doesn't really run that expensive. Or... I, I'm... Let me see. He's a volume guy. I mean, Moonlight Grand's yeah, got four point two profit, but it's three thousand races. Moonlight is that was the horse I was going to say always targeted me. Oh, I hate like, that horse too. Fucking Moonlight was just all over me all the time. I'd enter a race and then did Moonlight, you look up? Clo- ah. Did you look up Coney Island? No. Look up Coney Island thirty-seven five three four. I feel like Derby's been quiet. I haven't come across many of his horses lately. He's over on Axie or whatever other game. All in Griffins. And all his, I haven't even seen him in Griffins, man. All his red horses suck. I mean, nothing like winning 47 times and coming in last 12 times, or you're coming in 12 eight times. Coney Island? Jesus. 
It's basically like one. A, he's it's a 20, one as many times. He's a twenty-four percent winner in like in like a in three hundred races or something. Fifty percent show. You know what's funny though is doesn't point three four seem really low? Does. Yeah. For almost winning, uh, showing fifty percent of the time. That's because he's a. That's because Polka is a mean person and just chases me around. I bet you all those fucking cheap <laughs> races in there are fucking just torture. Well, when he's got a bunch of low races and he's winning, and then you look at he's got a hundred dollar race near finishes fifth, so that's you know nothing. Wins a twenty five. Uh, low dollar, low dollar, free, free, free. So this is a low dollar horse. You got to have those icy veins horses that can go up in stakes and. That's a low still, dollar horse with crushed. one. Out of all the last, that might be all the races. There's only one hundred dollar race he got fifth, and then there's he got first and a twenty five, well, first and a fifty, well, but still. Well, the problem is when you don't run, uh, when you run low frequency, expensive races, you can be beat up by you can get beat up by variants. Right. So maybe it's just been it's just on the wrong side of variants on expensive races right now. Still, this thing has like, two hundred eighty seven class points. It's a twenty three percent winner over two hundred races. Yeah, I would be. In, I, I don't think I would really be doing anything but spending more money on races. Do you yeah. see this thing has a ninety-two percent flame rate? Yeah, yeah, hundred percent at a thousand. <laughs> Fifty-one races. Fifty-eight races. Well, we talked about it last week. I saw uh, it was Poodle to the Moon with a, a hundred percent flame rate in the thousand from like seven hundred races. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Crimson Chin, same way, right? Same thing yeah it's crazy to see some of those is interesting you're like wow i guess i really should avoid those horses i keep running into wedgie in class four in the sprints from roid rager that thing's got a hundred percent in the thousand meter but it's like i'm getting tortured i just ran my other horse and then he throws in kevin McAllister. so i got two fucking great horses to go up against you know i, I was looking at, at poodle and 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 I mean, I know Poodle's a great horse, and I'm not going to say a bad thing about it. But if you look at it since the Flame era, we talked yeah. about that a little bit. We talked about it last week. Well, it got sold, and then it, the person's not doing it right. I, I, I think you're right. And po- but Poodle sold for eight ETH. I mean, that's yeah. But I mean, when you look at it, it, it just it, it it doesn't look as deadly, right? No. I mean, have the horses gotten better? Or are they just really picking bad races? I mean, what? Because Poodle was a killer in a thousand. I mean, just a flat killer. Yeah. I remember talking to Ryden Derby just before breeding started. And he was like, get rid of all your bred horses that are good now. Because once breeding opens, uh, you know, they're all going to go down. There's going to be better bred horses and all that stuff. And I don't, I don't know. I feel like some of those original bred horses are still the cream of the crop. You know, there's some that have come up. But, you know. Nobody's still messing with Moonlight Graham and main event, I mean, right? I, I think a few came up. I mean, look at Steph Curry. Steph Curry used to be the talk of the town. Nobody even knows who it is. But, but Steph Curry, well, yeah, true. I mean, Steph Curry was like, oh, my God, it's a distance race. Steph Curry is going to win it by half a mile. And, uh, I mean, I, I, I don't even think I've even paid attention to Steph Curry in a while. No oh. disrespect to the horse. It's a great horse. But, I mean, I, I just don't think – I think it lost some of its bloom with – Talladega, Princess of Power, some of these monsters. Yeah. Well, and then also uh, going up in class, right? Harder to tank just made it a little more challenging. I know Steph always ran like C1 to C2 anyway, but it, you're just getting the better fields at the higher levels. Yeah. that It looks like that's what killed Steph is maybe it just can't get out of class one or two. It's, it's been up there for a while. Yeah. 
Yeah, maybe it got stuck. Got a little stuck there, huh? Yeah. Did like they change the name of their their stable, or did he get sold? Tiger Eye Ranch now used to be Big Gem. Oh no, that because they sold out. They're supposed to change it. Yeah. Yeah, I, I don't know if he he went away, but man, that's a that was a great horse. So I think that there's been some some kind of shakeup a little bit at the top with a few of these horses, but in reality, uh, I think there's been so much glue that it's you you've been able to do just fine with the same horses that were doing good in June. Yeah. You agree? Yeah, I I, I agree. I agree. And and I almost think with when well and, and my whole thought too especially with kind of my middle distance horses is like i i tend to i come uh in last more reliably when i'm racing for in a lower dollar in a shittier field like especially when you have horses with because your horse has higher standard deviation than the other horses in the race when i run high dollar races that's when i'm going to come in the middle of the field a lot yeah um, that's ab- that's absolutely true and that's why i've always yeah. i'm always trying to teach people if you got a horse that's doing well and you can see that it's going to need to tank, you need to tank now. Because yeah. if you go up and you will go into a higher class, stuck. there's better horses up there and they have higher deviation and they have higher variability and they're going to, they're going to take all those 11, 10, 12 spots. Yeah. Yeah. They own, they'll own those spots and that's the issue. And then you get stuck. You see, that's, that's where fatigue you, comes in. You grind it down to 70 weight a day and you're back. But that I don't know that helps fatigue, enough. That yeah. 90 fatigue is going to be a killer, right? You can't drop after 90. Yeah, that's going to be tough. That's going to be cute. <laughs> but, but you know, the thing that's really awesome is I think, and, and Arbitrage has never admitted this, I think they analyze fields in their drop races more than they do their win races. Hmm. Does that make sense? Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah, because like you said earlier, you're looking at the ones where you want to be that. If you, if you know that you can tank, that's a huge advantage in, in the course of well, the game. Well, and even with odds, like even when odds were there, that is probably something that people, and even now, I mean, they're not looking, like the majority of stables aren't looking at that. They just aren't. They, I don't think anybody at, is. I think they're yeah, the they're, only one that does it, to be honest. I mean, there yeah. may be stragglers, but I think that they do it. I think that they do it. They have never said they do that. Huh. I think they do it. Because I look at those fields and I see, I just think that, I think that they run like this magic, super efficient, no fucking waste. I mean, just look at their horses. They just don't waste anything. I agree. So they just get, they drill down on, on like every, so on their horses, they know, you know, the reliability that they're going to better than maybe anybody else in the game. Uh, how reliable it is that they're going to like what their odds are to come in ninth, 10th, 11th, and 12th is even more important to them than their odds of coming in first, second, or third in the race. I think that they focus more on the races they need to drop in than they do on the races they need to win. And that's a winning strategy. Obviously what'd you say? I'll be J 10 F looking princess of power 10 F whatever. And then, and then, you know, shake a little bit of luck on top of there and, You've and got, a big wallet, a big wallet. Yeah, and, well, yeah. I, you know, luck might not be the right word. Yeah, the resources is what creates that luck. Because, yeah, but you know, they, what did they buy Princess of Power for? A lot. No, but that, that skill, that was skill. Yeah. buying some of those horses that they bought. One hundred percent. Yeah, one hundred percent. They know their shit. 
their buys, their buys were, were scummy. They, they scooped up things that, I mean, I was way behind them. I mean, they they were always on it um, because they were scooping up everything that if, if, if I even peeked at it and thought about it, you know, and the, I, again, I've been wrong a lot too. So it's like, you know, you could take those punches, but I think Prince of the Power though, I was looking at it just after it's Griff. I think it was listed for like half an ETH after it's Griff. I might have this wrong and someone bought it and then they, and then they sold it to arbitrage at like three or four, um, two, three or four, like after it had about 10 races or something like that, or 20 races, because they still bought it lightly raced, but the person that somebody bought the Griff and then sold it, if I remember correctly. Yeah, uh, okay, so now it's got a 90th profit. Who gives a fuck what you bought it for? Oh yeah. I don't, I, I don't either. Like, it, cause I, I was not, look, I would not have paid. I don't think I had, well, I mean, I had, I had the, 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 the ETH, but I, I don't think I would have paid three for it. I, I had to have been looking at it at half an ETH. Um, but I was buying all yeah, those horses out of the Griffin with no information. Like it, I was, I was is, really trying to Prince get lucky. What is the power worth now? What, 10, 12, 20? I mean, if it's, if it, I mean, so it's value made, on a, on a horse so it's right made, now. it's made nine ETH in what, three months? So yeah, like whatever, take, like yeah. three or four months. Yeah. So what I would say it has to be worth like 50. I mean, considering that. Yeah. So three months ago, it sold for three ETH. Be- because if you're buying like 0.5, if you're buying real estate, you know, with like a 10%, your <laughs> a 10% uh, annual return or something like that. I mean, how are you going to guarantee you think they return it? Yeah, just simple math would tell you. I mean, obviously those numbers are going to go down with fatigue and stamina and all that. But oh yeah. But I mean, let's just say that the thing can make two a month. If the thing can make six grand a month, you gotta, you know, you gotta annualize that what two years? So you're talking about uh, I say a hundred grand. <laughs> yeah. Right? I mean, that's a rough, good rough number, a hundred grand for the worst. A good 30 plus ETH. Yeah. Yeah, I, I don't. I, and again, I, I don't disagree. And, and racing is going to go. I mean, when you when you start to have the five races and and only the twelve hour reset, you're going to be able to race more than well, not as much as it was at the very beginning when he was just pounding out races all day, you know, all day, all night with no fatigue. Um, but you know, looking at it right now, you're you're got to be right. I mean, it's got to be two at least two ETH two ETH a month for sure. Not a bad That's gig. insane and, that a fucking digital racehorse could make, make hundred grand a year. <laughs> and pretty it's reliably. I mean, I mean that's it's it's pretty it's reliable. More reliable than most fucking people's jobs. Yeah, no shit. It's more. <laughs> Are they a team of people or is it one person? No, there's a couple of them. Let's say because they there's literally raced twenty four. They were racing twenty four seven before they were on everything. So it's like you got a racer, a scouter, fucking buyer. Like they're all over it. They just, you know, you know what? I, I think I, I don't know enough about arbitrage, so don't let me tell you that I know every secret that they have or anything. But what I do know about them that, that the one thing about them is they know every fucking horse in the planet. You guys were just making fun of me because I knew like a few horses, <laughs> horse IDs. If you tell them, oh yeah, I got this horse undefeated. It's a you know. Oh yeah, that's a good horse. It runs good in C five. Can't race over ten dollars. Yeah, the horse will fucking you know. You can't race it over ten dollars. Use twelve hundred to drop it. I'm like, have you even like? Why do you know that? Well, that's why I say they have like a scouter. They have a program or whatever it is that just scours every fucking race. And no, they know I'm telling everything. you, they're human. They're human. I mean, I do think they have some advanced 
you know, analytic stuff. Don't get me wrong. Yeah. yeah. But I'm telling you, they know these fucking horses. Yeah. Somebody just watches the races all fucking day. Well, and, yeah, and this, they look at it. This is guys. no accident. This is no accident. No. I mean, this, this shit doesn't happen by accident. Did you see? Look all, at pull up Hambone. Hambone's no, ridiculous. That fucking, that that fucking horse. <laughs> That's the spook. spook Dance, you hate Hambone. I know you hate Hambone. It spooked every fucking horse. Hambone. I I dislike Hambone because I have a few horses that like that are in the same class and like they're in, in like that distance, and it just they're spooked. It spooks them every time. Yeah, Hambone is a beast. Hambone is a spooker of of control stand, but now control stand. I can't. We put frozen cool. the time up against Hambone a few times, and at least it flamed with it. Yeah. yeah, I can't stand that. I can't stand that horse. I hate that. When I see that fucking ham bone anywhere, I hate that fucking ham bone. <laughs> ham bone is another one that's going to, I mean, it's already up to two, it's up to ETH and a half in earnings and only 586 races. I mean, shit. Yeah. Yeah, that horse has got to be worth 10. Yeah. It's printing too. All these horses just print. It's got to be worth eight or 10. It's got to be. It. It has a uh, heat by distance. It's it's only not flamed. It looks like in one, one. race ever over two thousand uh, over yeah. two thousand one in the twenty four hundred. Yeah, one two hundred and fifteen. Two hundred fifteen races. It got one on ninety nine percent. That's a joke, and it's coming last one hundred and twenty six times out of five hundred eighty six races. That's course. beautiful. Well, let's uh, let's strive to breed a few of those, right? That's the uh, goal here moving forward. Well, what is right. what is Hambone? Zabo Legend? Nineteen. No, yeah. it's Legend. It's, Butte. It's, it's a Butte. Oh, it's a Butte. Yeah, yeah. Nine and a ten parents. Yeah. Did you guys see uh, Bro Pack? I love that horse. Oh, is that newer? Yeah, it's a it's a Butte Elite Thirty that I have. Fucking love that thing. Is it a new one though? Did you just breed it? No, I didn't breed it. I bought it. I bought it on. Uh, bought, it. I bought it. I bought it for like point uh, zero four. Broke pack. Yeah, bro pack. Bro. Oh, pack. bro. Bro pack. What's the number? How do I spell it? I got it. It's B R O P A C. Oh no, K. Get your K out of there. <laughs> Sorry, phonetically yeah, correct. Phonetically correct. I apologize. It's eight two zero three two. So you bought it? Are you are you still so you're actively buying if you see something you like on the market? Oh fuck are yeah, you, I buy every day. I love fucking horses. Yeah. So you ran all the free races in August or no? <laughs> I fucking love free races. That's hilarious, right? This horse is a killer. Look at it, it's an elite butte 30. Yeah. And it's 212, 212, 212, 211, 2, 1, 10. This thing's solid. Yeah. It's easy. You've got it dialed in. Yeah, this thing just prints out. What did you buy it for? 0. 0.04. <laughs> just for a free? You got it for free? Yeah, basically they just gave it to me. Yeah, that is that's crazy. What did I yeah. actually pay for this thing? Go to go to OS and see what I paid for this thing. I think I paid fucking 0. 0. 0.04 don't, or something. Don't they have it on Know Your Horses now? I'm on Haku. Let me see. I think it shows acquisition costs now on Know Your Horses. Does it? I think so. It says breeding co- breeding cost. Point should have both. No, I, I bought it. I know. Oh, I wait, nine. Yeah, I the, paid, it still shows the breed cost, but I paid point zero eight. 
Yeah, almost point nine. Still not bad. Yeah. You overpaid. I fucking got ranked on that deal. (laughs) (laughs) It doesn't look like it when profits 0.1385. Yeah, I mean, just like we were just talking about, less than 1% of horses are above 0.1. Yeah. This horse is fucking elite. Still milking all the free races at the beginning, that's why. No, this thing is a killer fucking in these uh, $10 races, right? Yeah. Yeah, I know it is. Yeah, I see your pattern. $10, 250 $10, Long, short. Yeah, that's like KZ, man. KZ was a fucking steal. I paid 0.14 for KZ. You know, you guys can kick me out of here whenever you want, dude. I, it's, always, it's always nice to find the, uh, the steals. I haven't looked at the market that much lately, though. I used to really enjoy looking at the market. Oh, my God, the it's the best time now. Now's the time to be doing it. Really? <laughs> Fuck, I, bought MG, I bought MG, MJ, what is it, MJ Magic? Yeah. I bought that horse for freaking point, uh, one or something. I was in the dam. I was buying horses every day. And now I feel like you're renewing, you're relighting this fire. Yeah, get them going, <laughs> get them going. Yeah, we were pretty pretty avid buyers and they changed, they got rid of the odds. Then I was like, I guess now we feel like I have a better understanding. But I have too many horses in my still. I need to sell some of the donkeys and I guess they I start sell. buying it. That's one, of the thing, that's one of the things that sucks is now now when you get a donkey, it's yours for life. Yeah. I know. Well, I went to <laughs> sell a donkey the other day and ended up buying a horse. That was the first horse I bought since things <laughs> changed because I was like, wow, this horse is too cheap. I will use it as my comp. I'm like, I'm going to sell my donkey at point one, and then this horse is point one. I, I should just buy this. Donkey. Yeah. You know, you know that's, a, that's one of the things that uh, the, one of the guys from Polka taught me. Uh, and uh, he, that's what he told me. He said, dude, when you put your horse for sale, if you're putting it at a price that you wouldn't buy it at, who the, why the fuck do you think someone else is? Yeah. <laughs> I usually just I usually just brick the floor with my with my donkeys. Find the floor and brick it. Yeah, that's the I, thing. Yeah, you got to, right? I mean, what who the fuck is gonna why would someone yeah. buy it? Yeah, only because it's the cheapest source in the market. That's why they buy it. That's all. Ooh, my my uh my Genesis got hit for the third one today. My my butte. You got a super coat. We got a rare oh. super coat off. How about you though? I know. But now, now I can sell it that way. This thing breeds super coats. When are they gonna have females going to stud? Chris has those. I got yeah, I have two of the gender changers. No, but I mean I mean like when when are they gonna, you know, like when is it gonna be available so I can pick my stud and actually get a baby I want? Oh, yeah, like go pick one. Yeah. There's got to be, they got to somehow do that. You know, where you just go and there's a female and you take your stud and you pick the female and you pay and you get the baby instead of the mom. Yeah. Like trade. Yeah. You could, you could trade it. Like you pay more, obviously. But I mean like an actual marketplace, you know, like, like an act, you know what I mean? Well, yeah, I think you got to do it. Yeah. I mean, obviously now it's just agreeing with somebody, right? Yeah. But I mean, that just just sucks because there's a lot of cool uh, male horses that I would like to breed with certain females, you know? Yeah. Like, wouldn't well, it be yeah. awesome to take your like cool Z6 Genesis monster and breed it with a Z1 and get the baby? Oh yeah, like a Z1 female. So I guess you'd be trying to breed up again, right? Everybody's trying to breed up on their with their males. So instead, you're trying to breed up. You take your low male, try to breed up with a female. Yeah, I mean, doesn't it seem like it would be? I mean, I would. I guess I could pull the stats with the blood tool, but it seems like it would be freaking awesome to have a, a you know, your your finny. Z6 killer that's a great horse and go find some female Z1 and get you a Z7, you know, legend, you know, Finny baby or whatever. Yeah, I guess they could put it up if they didn't want to, 
if they didn't want to, someone didn't want to take a baby, right? And they just want to collect some ETH. Hey, we'll take yeah, the right. ETH and let you have the baby. Yeah, that, but an open be- open marketplace for. Them. Yeah, that seems like that would be just a cool thing to do. Yeah. All right. Well, Dan, thanks for yeah. Uh, yeah, thanks for joining us. I know we had a it was fun chatting yeah, what was with it, you. Good five to, hours, to, man. Good to talk horses. Going on about that, we just yeah. enjoy talking to horses, and you know, it, you're uh, you're. I think you're up there in the knowledge numbers of the numbers of the horses, um, better than anybody else we've had on. <laughs> so we're gonna put together a quiz for you, I think, down the road. But you say yes, arbitrage definitely. might be better, so maybe that's a competition you guys could have. But yeah, hey, thanks for joining us. We appreciate Dan, it. Good, good Dan, tell people where 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 they can find you on Twitter and, and if they want to. I purchased the blood tool, right? Get in on that. Yeah, actually we're sold out right now and we'll have licenses again on October 1st. So there'll be 10 more licenses available on October 1st. But yeah, people can hit me on, you know, Twitter, the spot on parts. And of course, always on Discord, you know, Dan Channel 11. You can always find me there. And I'm, you know, I mean, as you guys know, I'm there 24 seven. So. Yeah, sounds good. Well, thanks for chatting. Yeah, we'll, uh, we'll catch up here. Uh, guys, catch us on Twitter, 100 Breed Podcasts, and, and on Instagram, and we'll catch you guys next time. Great talking to you guys, man. I really enjoyed it. Thank you.